Welcome y'all to another exciting episode of the Utterview NBA show. On this episode, we'll get into the Boston Celtics, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard and the Los Angeles Clippers. Then we'll get into the top five sleeper picks for fantasy basketball fans. And we'll finish off with our gambling segment of our show, Lock Him In. It's another jam-packed episode. Let's get right into the show. Recording this episode on Tuesday night, November the 22nd. For some reason, the Brooklyn Nets still cannot get it together. They continue to struggle. Kyrie Irving is back in the lineup. Ben Simmons is playing a lot better than he was in the beginning of the year. But for some reason, they cannot get it to click as a team. They still struggle on the defensive end and the offensive end. They're just not playing team basketball and they're not playing in a way that is conducive to winning. There were recent reports that the Brooklyn Nets are willing to trade Kyrie Irving and ship him out of town. I would not be surprised if they do that. Kyrie Irving is in the last year of his contract. He'll be a free agent this summer and they probably do want to try to see if they can get some return for him. A lot of teams are staying staying clear of Kyrie Irving just because of, uh, I guess, the anti-Semitic comments that he made. And they weren't really comments, but if you, if anybody, I'm sure most people were following the situation. He did tweet out a movie that did not portray Jewish people in the best light. And he, he took a lot of uh, backlash for that. I mean, that's just, I guess, one of the many things that, Kyrie has has struck nerve with a lot of people, so it's just uh it's just been a build up of a lot of things within the Brooklyn Nets organization, and and it's no surprise that they want to get rid of him and they want to see if they can receive something back so they can start building uh, around Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons. The funny thing is, you actually heard reports I think a week or two ago that they may be willing to trade Ben Simmons too, so. There's there's a lot of noise coming out of Brooklyn. There's there's no real sense of what direction you want to go in. They still have Kevin Durant, who's locked up for four more years. I think three more years. They're not including this current year. So he's still in the prime of his career. He can still play at a high level. They are going to field a competitive team while he's still in uniform with them. But um, I'm not surprised that they will try to get something returned for those two guys. So we'll see how that plays out. With the Brooklyn Nets, uh, my guess is they won't trade Kyrie Irving. It's going to be hard to swing a deal that they feel where they're getting significant value in return. So they'll probably just play out the season and see where they go uh, when the postseason comes around. That is my prediction with the Brooklyn Nets. The coming months will be interesting and we'll see how everything plays out with them. Next team I wanted to talk about was the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are playing phenomenal basketball. They are number one in offensive rating currently, which has been a surprise. Ime Yudoka not coaching them this year. I thought there would be some regression with their offense. They, they've seemed to take off from where they were last year, and they're playing great basketball uh, in this early part of the season. So, I'm sure the Boston Celtics, they are my team. They were my team to come out of the East 
to start off the year. They've been clicking on all cylinders to start the season. Their defense still has a ways to go. They've been a little inconsistent on that end, but they are playing unselfish basketball. Still one of the top teams in the East. And like I said, to me, they are the best team in the East. They present so many different challenges for any team that they're facing. They have interchangeable guards that could play the one and two. They have, I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are phenomenal talents. They can score the ball. They're two-way players. They can fend. And they still do not have Rob Williams in the lineup. So when he returns, he will be a significant addition in their front court and allow them to be a lot more better on the defensive end. He'll give them that paint presence that give them a lot of protection in the paint and alter a lot of shots from anyone that's that's trying to score inside the paint. So the Boston Celtics have been a great team. I love the way they've been playing in the early part of the year, and we will see how they continue to play as the season goes along. Next team I wanted to talk about is the Los Angeles Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers have seemed to have found their footing during the last string of games that they've had. My only concern about the Los Angeles Clippers is where will Kawhi Leonard be when the playoffs come around? He's missed a significant amount of games to start off the season. I think his knee was he's experiencing some some inflammation with his knee. I guess I guess from game to game he just wasn't um getting the reaction that he expected with his knee. So he took some time off to kind of just make sure that make sure he could rebab his knee and make sure that it was healthy for the rest of the season. Uh, he's still on a minutes restriction. He's just not playing a level of basketball that you would expect Kawhi Leonard to play. He's had some some games that where he has scored less than 10 points, but he's also had some great flashes in a lot of the games that he's played in. He's played phenomenal defense. He seems like he's moving really well, so that's definitely a positive, but there just seems to be something wrong with that knee. I'm not 100%, but I think it actually may be that knee injury was the same leg um, he had an issue with a few seasons ago in San Antonio and the one, the same knee or the same leg that he was rehabbing while he was playing with the Toronto Raptors. Kawhi Leonard and staying healthy will definitely, it will definitely be something that I'd have to keep my attention on, but it's going to be interesting to see if he can stay healthy. If he can, I mean, the Los Angeles Clippers have all the talent in the world, and they are my team to come out the Western Conference. If you can't, then there's no way they're going to come out the West. So a lot of it is really relies on if he's able to stay healthy or not even stay healthy at this point in time, Is if he's able to get healthy. He hasn't been healthy for the whole season. They'll need him to be the best player if they have any dreams of making it to the finals. We'll see what happens with the Los Angeles Clippers. That's my recap for this week around association. Now let's get into the next segment of our show, which is the top five sleepers for those fantasy basketball fans out there. Let's get right into it. All right, so let's get into our next segment, the top five fantasy basketball sleepers for this week. First selection is Utah Watanabe. Utah has been playing phenomenal basketball. A large reason as to why he's been playing as well as he's been playing 
is because a lot of players have been in and out of the Brooklyn Nets lineup. Ben Simmons was coming off the bench for a moment in time there as he was rehabbing an injury. Kyrie Irving was not playing. So Utah was getting a lot more minutes. He was knocking down his threes at a high percentage. He was really an X factor for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, He played crucial for them. And I think that he has earned himself a spot in the rotation moving forward. He's a 6'9 forward. He's interchangeable, can play the three and the four. Currently, he's averaging about 14 points, four rebounds, and two assists over the last few games. Like I said, his efficiency has been phenomenal. His minutes will anywhere between 20 to 27 minutes a night. The Brooklyn Nets can play him in a number of different ways. He's actually a a pretty good two-way player. He plays uh, pretty well on the defensive end. So if you just need someone that to fill out your roster with, Utah Watanabe is definitely a good selection. I don't see him being a stat stuffer or uh, really being someone that's going to get you over the top. But like I said, he's definitely a good filler for your team. And he's someone that you should definitely take a look at and consider adding to your team. So I like Utah Watanabe. Next pick I have is Max Struess. Max Struess has been a consistent player for the Miami Heat. Miami Heat, they have had um, some injuries, uh, I guess, for the last few games. Jimmy Butler has been out. Tyler Hill has been in and out of the lineup. So Max Struess has seen an increase in his minutes over the last few games. Duncan Robinson is no longer in the lineup, so Max Struess has earned himself a spot in the rotation. He's a pretty good uh, shooter. Currently, he's averaging 15 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. His efficiency is pretty decent. He's shooting just below 45% from the field. He will probably shoot anywhere from 44 to 47%. I know right now... Defenses are are pretty much loading up on him because he is one of the primary shooters on the Miami Heat. And because Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero have been in and out of the lineup, he's seeing uh, more attention drawn to him. So I think his points will probably be between 13 to 15 points. It'll probably be stay where it is uh, at this moment in time. He does have potential to have some, I guess, some pretty high scoring nights because uh, there's so much inconsistency with the the lineup in Miami and, and the injuries that they continue to deal with from game to game. So I like I like Max Drews moving forward. He'll, he'll get you threes. He will shoot at a, a pretty decent percentage. And just like Yuta Watanabe, he's definitely a good player that you can add to round out your roster. And he will definitely have the potential to put up some big scoring numbers every now and then. Next player I have is Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey is currently a rookie for the Detroit Pistons. He is a combo guard. He can play either guard position, point guard or shooting guard. It does not matter. Right now, he is averaging about 17 points, five rebounds, and four assists. His efficiency has been subpar. I'd say he's a below, he's a little bit of, um, of a smaller guard. Uh, when he plays alongside Cade Cunningham, he's typically playing the two-guard position. He's about 6'4". So, um, yeah, it's, sometimes it is hard for him to kind of get his shot off in the lane. And not even only that, he's also just figuring out the NBA game, figuring out how to get a shot off, figuring out 
when to shoot, when to pass. And Kay Cunningham has recently actually uh he's he sustained an injury last week. So Jaden Ivey is playing more minutes, and a lot of those minutes are at the point guard position. So he's taking more of an offensive role and he's still figuring out the NBA game and and how to be effective as a all-around guard. His numbers will will definitely be uh, uh they'll be he'll have high numbers, but his efficiency will probably be pretty low throughout the season. So Jaden Ivey moving forward, I mean he's not he will get you really good numbers. I think he could probably get his his scoring average near uh close to twenty. I guess over the next stretch of games, I don't know if it's gonna stay there throughout the season, but in the early part of the season, he's shown that he can really get you some points from game to game. He he, I'm I'm sure at some point he'll hit the the rookie wall, but what he's shown in this early part of the season has been pretty impressive, and he's a player that you should definitely uh, consider adding to your team. Not only for this week and while Kate Cunningham is out, but for the foreseeable future. I like uh, the value that he adds, and he's definitely a good pickup moving forward. Next player I have is Shake Milton. Shake Milton will have a great opportunity coming up. The 76ers currently have James Harden and Tyrese Maxey out with injuries. Both their injuries are pretty significant. They will be out for at least a month. So Shake Milton will see an increase in minutes uh, for the foreseeable future. He's not really a, a primary guard. He's more of a, a scoring guard. Uh, he can shoot the ball pretty well. It will be hard for him to, I guess, score with efficiency, considering that Joel Embiid will be out for the next game or two. And a lot of Shake Milton's shots typically come from the double teams or just the attention that Joel Embiid draws from game to game. We will for sure see an increase in points, rebound, and assists. That goes without saying. His efficiency, um, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I think it'll probably be between 45 to 47% be in that range. I mean, the last two or three games, he's played pretty decent. He's averaging just below 20 points, about four and a half rebounds, four assists over the last three games. So they are decent numbers. I wouldn't say his numbers will be within that range moving forward. But, I mean, he's averaging six points or seven points currently so he'll probably see maybe he'll probably double that moving forward i mean with the minutes that he's going to be seeing with james harden and tyree maxio so add him to your team if you can uh, if you have one of those one of those two guys on your team he's definitely a great add to add to your team because you're going to be missing so many points rebounds and assists so i like shake milton i like what he provides he's a pretty good shooter and he's definitely a sleeper pick for this week and for the next few weeks while those guys are out rehabbing their injuries. Next player I got and the last sleeper pick is Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis has been playing pretty well for the entire season for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's been rebounding the ball pretty well. He's averaging double-digit rebounds in less than 25 minutes a game, which has been pretty stellar. Uh, Currently, he's averaging 14 points, 11 rebounds, and 2 assists while shooting nearly 50%. He's at 47% currently. Um, He's one of those guys that will pretty much give you a double-double each game that he plays. He does have the potential to score at least 20 points every few games, depending on the minutes that 
he's receiving. The Milwaukee Bucks do like to rest Brooke Lopez every now and then. And there are some times where matchups just permit or just allow them to play Bobby Portis a little more minutes than uh, his average. So I like Bobby Portis. Good ad, solid ad. Like I said, he's going to get you a double-double. He's gonna. He has a potential to get you 20 points every now and again. So he's definitely a good safe bet to add to your team moving forward. He can fill out your roster and not even just only fill out your roster, but he's definitely a, he's a good uh, piece to add to your team considering that he'll give you a double-double each game that he plays. So add Bobby Portis to your team if you need a big man that will provide a double-double. Uh, from games and game that is my last sleeper pick for this week now let's get into our next segment which is lock him in the sports gambling segment of our show let's get right into it i have four money line picks for this week let's start off with pick number one the toronto raptors the toronto raptors are going up against the brooklyn nets tonight they are favorites at the money line Minus 130. They are playing at home. They're still dealing with a few injuries. They've had a few days of rest. The Brooklyn Nets are coming off a loss on Tuesday night to the 76ers. So they will be playing in a back-to-back. This is the second game of a back-to-back for them against the Toronto Raptors. So uh, I think I, I like the Toronto Raptors in this game. The Toronto Raptors are a team that they compete hard every possession, and the Brooklyn Nets definitely do not do that. Toronto Raptors, I wouldn't say they really have any favorable matchups here. The Brooklyn Nets are a, a more talented team uh, from one through five, but the Toronto Raptors are just a team that that just competes. They play hard. They play together. So it's it's always hard to go up against a team that, that plays for something and, and plays together when you're a team that, that doesn't. So I like the Toronto Raptors here. They are my pick here at the money line for tonight. My next pick is the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers are, are going up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So currently it's actually a pick em. Uh There is no favorite at this moment in time. They're both minus 110. I like the Pacers for the simple fact that the Pacers are playing at home. Pacers, both teams are actually have won a string of games. I think they're both on a four-game winning streak. So they're they're both uh, playing pretty good basketball going into this game. Uh, I think the Pacers are just, they present uh, some matchup issues for the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Pacers, they play with a pretty good pace. They're a pace and space team. The Minnesota Timberwolves have trouble guarding those type of teams, mainly because they play two fives. Car Anthony Towns, I know he likes to be a four. I know he likes to play on the perimeter, but he does have trouble guarding quick twitched fours out on the perimeter. Gobert doesn't do too well on switches. And the Pacers, they like to get up and down the court. So they'll have some trouble playing the, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Minnesota definitely has more of a talented team, but I think this is just more of a style that will make it hard for them tonight. The Indiana Pacers are my pick going into tonight's game. The next pick I have, the next pick I have is the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings 
are going up against the Atlanta Hawks. The Sacramento Kings are playing on the second night of a back-to-back. Last night, since this is going to be coming out early Wednesday, last night they defeated they defeated the Memphis Grizzlies. It was a close game. Sacramento was able to come out with the W. Sacramento has been playing phenomenal basketball after getting off to a rough start in the early part of the season. They have figured it out, and they are one of the top offensive teams in the league. Defensively, they're still a work in progress. They have Mike Brown in his coach. He is known to be more of a defensive coach. So I'm sure at some point in time, they will, they will improve in that department. For now, they are they're playing phenomenal basketball. So are the Atlanta Hawks. So, I mean, this game will not be an easy battle for the Sacramento Kings. But I, I like the value of this game. Um, I'm just going to go based off the fact that Sacramento is just going into this game with so much momentum. They're riding high on confidence right now. And I think that uh, they have a couple of players that actually did get traded. I think Kevin Herter. I think there is some someone else that I'm just not remembering. That got traded to Sacramento Kings. So, so they will definitely want to come on top uh, with the W and perform uh, at a high level. We'll see if they're able to do that or not. But, I mean, right now they're currently underdogs in the money line at plus 200. I think that's good value. They're playing great basketball. Yes, I know they're playing away and they're playing on the second game of a back-to-back. But they, they've shown that they, they can play a great basketball. And they're a couple games over 500. And I like what I've seen out of them the past few games. And I think they have some favorable matchups here. The last Lockman pick that I have is the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are going up against the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Currently, the Dallas Mavericks are the underdogs and the Boston Celtics are favorites at minus 165. I think it's solid value. Yes, the Dallas Mavericks are going to compete. They're going to play hard. They're going to make this a competitive game. Typically, when both teams do play, it is competitive. But I think the Boston Celtics just have a much better team than the Dallas Mavericks. Boston Celtics have uh, several points of attack. They have a lot of guys who can initiate the offense. They have several guys who can score the ball. While the Dallas Mavericks just don't have that. They have Luka Doncic, who's a phenomenal player who likes to get in spread pick and roll situations, drive and, and, and penetrate and kick out to the shooters. When the shooters are hitting, it's kind of hard for the Dallas Mavericks to generate offense. But when, when the going is going, they they are a hard team to to stop. Their game is just a little too predictable. And I think the Boston Celtics uh, just have enough dynamic defenders, dynamic offensive players to to come out on top of with the W. And they're playing great basketball. And I don't think the Dallas Mavericks are a good enough team to, to really beat, beat them uh, on their home floor. So, like I said, I like the Boston Celtics going to this game. They are my last Lockman selection. And that is it for Lock Him In. It's been a great episode. As usual, like, subscribe, comment, and let me know what you guys think of this latest show in the comment section. It's been a pleasure, and I'm out.